The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Oh! Oh! Oh my goodness. Oh my god. It's gonna blister. Oh, I, I'm covered in blister. Oh my god. All over. All over. Uh, welcome back <laughs> for another steaming, 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 serving of hot guys. Oh, this is our, our weekly week- chat show <laughs> where we chat show. <laughs> <laughs> well, where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, and take politics. a deep dive into the DMs. <laughs> Let's get into some hot Oh, wow. This is our final week of being remote. Uh, we're going to be in the studio all together again like a race chaser hot goth spam next week. Your tour is coming to an end. The heels of hell, huh? I the know. Heels of hell. The heels of hell. The heels of hell? No. It's been a really fun tour, but you know how it is. You get tour brain and it just seems like uh, it, 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 doing really simple things like checking your email uh, becomes really difficult because all we do is uh, sleep and do shows. Yeah, but then when you actually do something human, like go out and like get a cup of soup on your own, you're like, I was a person again. I'm a real girl. Exactly. Like so proud of myself for eating a burrito. Right. Actually, God bless. Um, is there who's like the the smelliest on the tour? Is everybody <laughs> taking showers? Are there any any stink queens? Well, uh, we've been on tour for uh, over two weeks at this point. So none of y'all watched any of your drag. Well, no, I actually have because I have to say Jeremy is a a lifesaver and a godsend. And he loves laundry. He loves clean, fucking fresh smelling clothes. So thank God for him. He He is the wind beneath my pantyhose. Um... But I am proud to report that in two weeks of being on the road, Sharon has managed to shower, I think, twice. So (laughs) that is really, that's pretty good uh, statisticals. Uh, That's more than she did at Drag Race. She took, I know, I'm telling you. She took one shower at Drag Race. There would be so many layers of makeup on the back of her neck. I was like, do you even know what ethnicity you are back there? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. 
there was there was a lot of of color back there. Um, I went to another show this week, and I was in uh, Columbus until this morning, and I saw Sasha Valor's Smoke and Mirror show. Yeah, I was it looks amazing. Impressed. It's so cool. Like I didn't know she had a history as an animator, and she like uses all of her talents to help make. A, a drag show like I've never seen. At first, I was like, "Wait, so the same girl's going to do like eight numbers?" And right. then I was like, "That was great." And then I saw the sign and said intermission, and I was like, "There's more." I was like, "I would have been fine with it being done then, but like, I'll watch more, sure." And I went and smoked, and then I came back in, and the second half was even crazier. She has these reveals that you're like, "Where did that come from?" Like, I don't know if it's twirled up or like origami folded up. It's She's an artist. She really is. She's one of our our greatest, finest gifts in the world of drag. Yeah, she's uh, super. So if you're out there and you are able to see Smoke and Mirrors, I, I, I would fucking love to see it. I don't think I'm in the same country, but uh, if I am, I'm going to fucking go see it. I mean, I got to say props to her, but also to like the team of dressers and the stagehands and everything who have gone from like city to city to city. And like all these costumes are pristine. Like none of the props weren't like not there. There were no hiccups at all. It was, it was seamless. That's amazing. Yeah. I have a great picture of, um, of us backstage that I'll post on race chaser pod. Please do. (laughs) Why? It's a pretty picture. It has a vagina in it. It's not a real vagina. You could post it. And it's got hand ventilated. Who's got a vagina out? Willem, did you flash your fucking puss? The sniz had to come to the party. (laughs) Ever since you got it. You know, you gotta... You just can't keep it in your fucking pants. Well, you can't dilate under a bushel. It's so... (laughs) It's so beautiful. I just sent it through to you. Um... It, it was a show me the picture through the screen. Show me Hold the picture it up to the screen. Hold it up Hold to the screen. Up. Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> Put some tokens in it. So I decided that since Thor was now a lady, I was gonna um, be Lady Thor because Thor isn't eligible to hold the hammer anymore. So. Do you click the screen for brightness? That doesn't work like that. Never I mind. can. Okay, I can see that you have a a fucking pussy. Congratulations. Frishy. She owns it. She bought it. She has the receipts. I think it's beautiful, and I love that I had a new spot to put tips too. And we'll post oh, it on at Race Chaser Pod, or you can see the uncensored. And we're gonna put. We're going to put a cute little emoji over top of that. Well, you can see the uncensored version at patreon.com and check out all of our race chaser bonus hole content. Yeah, bonus hole girls complete. Wow. Um, What were the DMs popping with this week, Dip? This is something that I saw a lot of people on twitter buzzing about and it was sort of a lot of people were talking about it and a lot of people said oh my god this is scalding i hope that race chaser talks about this and okay i guess that's our job uh so it's of course the uh the whole story about todrick hall 
And uh, some people are saying that uh, some people are taking to Twitter to air their grievances that they have personally had yeah. with Todd Drake. I'm I'm uh, surprised he he said he had made 600 videos and just I like that he explained somehow sometimes with videos not everybody gets paid and some people are there to volunteer their crafts and their arts instead of and they agree to that because of they want to get a leg up they want to meet people they're new in town and this is how they figure they could do it. Nobody optimally says, ooh, I want to grow up and I want to give away all my gifts for free. Um, but so, No, but that's the, nature of, that's the nature of our business a lot of the time. And if I said no to every job that wasn't going to pay me, I would be in a different spot than I am now with my career. So, I mean, to each their own. I'm not telling... I'm not defending anybody for, for doing work, not being paid. But, like, if you... I, I do have a problem with people coming after someone after a gig for money when they didn't have it hammered out themselves beforehand. You know, like if if there's any question and especially if you've heard rumors about someone not paying and I were to do a job, I would make sure I knew what I was getting to avoid, you know, I always say like one minute of uncomfortable talking about it is better than a lifetime of fucking bitterness because you're like, oh, I never got paid. Yeah. It's like, you gotta, you gotta handle your business first. And I met the guy, Tom, that has complaints about Todrick because I styled the video and there was there was enough time i'm sure to to figure out outfits and everything there's enough time to do a second of hey before we before we roll camera let's figure this out and it sucks that you have to do that especially when you feel like it's with friends or lgbt like projects but like you have to you have to protect yourself in order for you to be happy later i think i agree with you and i I learned this lesson very early on in my career. Oh, you did a tragic video too? No, I've told this story on the pod where it was one of the first gigs I did and I was hanging around at the end of the night waiting to get paid and the promoter looked me right in the face and he said, we never discuss payment. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. And so you're absolutely right, Willem. You can't take it for granted that you're going to get paid on on a scenario like this, whether it's a club gig or whether it's a music video. It is important to have that conversation ahead of time. And then it gives you a little bit more leverage uh, afterward to, you know, to uh, follow up on it. And I think that as someone who has produce my own events and produce with people uh sometimes shit happens and it takes longer to pay everybody out i would love everyone to be fucking paid instantly but sometimes it takes a couple of days or maybe i guess it takes a couple of weeks and that's the nature of the business i do not particularly enjoy the tone of some of the uh the the sort of hoopla around all of this and todrick i mean because the the tone is very yeah get her jade yeah you know like enjoying the pulling down of somebody it is it they they 100 build you up to tear you down and um i i do want to mention though that our sister manila 
I met her. I, I didn't meet her, but we worked together on one of Todrick's videos, The Once Upon a you, Crime. You've never met Manila? Wow. Well, I, I've heard I about her. I hope you do. She's lovely. I've yeah, heard about her. Great. Um, we did The Once Upon a Crime Todrick videos, and that was for free, and we were fine with it. But she was one of the voices of uh, not Descent. Maybe Descent? Is that it? She chimed in. She chimed in with when... She Todd, chimed. She chimed. She The bell told. Um, <laughs> she she chimed in when Todrick was, uh, you know, defending himself uh, and said, well, I'm still waiting for my Halloween check from last year. And then put up a lovely picture of her and Todrick. Um, and I got to say, like, I, I'm if, if that's true... That's kind of fucked up because Halloween was more than a quarter ago. But um, the the one thing, Todrick is my friend and I, I, I'm not trying to defend something that's undefensible, but uh, there, when he was mentioning about Tom and um, the assistant and who he knew to text for money and stuff, I know at one point Todrick lost his phone the week that I did the styling job for him and his Facebook literally said, hey, my phone's gone, hit me up here. So it's like, he's he's trying to do so much on his own and um, I think he needs uh, he needs a person who just does that for him basically, like a bag man. Because he's, get, yeah. he's getting so big now that he can't possibly oversee everything. I agree. And, and uh, yeah. Um, I think I think that his explanation, I read it all all and it seemed really reasonable. Yeah. And he has done a lot of really amazing and really inspiring work and has created some art that like has I think it has opened minds and opened doors and I think that that that's going to be the thing that has a lasting impression. Yeah. Not the and I hope lot. that this is just a growing, right. I hope that this is just a growing pain for him and his business, which it sounds like it is. It, I think it's like, uh, I think it, it brought to his attention that this is something that he can improve upon. Uh, but I don't think that it should be like, Oh, you know, I don't think we should revel in Todrick yeah. being sort of attacked and called out. Not at all. And I can attest to this. Um, the last video that he did with me, Fag, that I styled him and Tom and uh, the other dancer, uh, the day after he literally said, I'm at Marco's next door. I have money. Let me come pay you. And I was like, you can't yet because... Uh, one of the belts that he had borrowed needed to go to the repair shop. And I was like, I don't know how much that'll cost to fix. But he actively was trying to pay me the day after the video, which was um, which was great and um, sooner than expected and uh, appreciated. So he is doing better. Um, and I can say that firsthand, at least. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Good. That well, it in other news, oh wait, are you wanting to take a break? No. Yeah, yeah but do you want to just talk about this? I want to. Yeah, I would definitely like to hear what Alaska okay. has to say because she's smarter than me. I want to talk about Meghan McCain's birthday. <laughs> Go ahead, Blue. This is crazy because I'm such a the view freak, and I've been kind of behind because I'm on the road, and I usually watch it literally every day, but I've been behind, and so I kind of missed this, but I saw the news. Hoopla. We should call segment one hoopla. Hoopla. <laughs> okay. A drawstring hoopla. 
Right. Uh, Nina West and Monet Echange went on The View for Meghan McCain's birthday, and they made her an honorary rude girl. Um, ah. Does not speak for me. <laughs> I, I understand. Okay. I understand more than anything the need for attention and to be on TV, but at this point... <laughs> After all the stuff that came out about um, Meghan McCain's husband and what is on his website and what he kind of feels in his heart and hearts about trans people and that kind of stuff, I think uh, if... Oh, I didn't know all that. Oh, yeah. For sure. There's stuff on Meghan McCain's husband's website about like the anti-trans groups that he supported some some sort of re-educate some something that was like, what the fuck? And at that point, it makes you wonder, like, I wish they could have like talked about. I don't I don't even know. Is it just like I'm sure it was just a point for like, oh, it's her birthday. Come on, blah, blah, blah. She liked you guys last time. But like. After knowing that kind of stuff, how do you turn a blind eye to it? I couldn't. I'd want to. Well, I'd want to fucking Anita Bryant her with a pie at that point. Wow. Well, I actually. I mean, I. I think I watch the show, and I. I think Megan McCain is. I, I kind of like her, but I don't think that that means that we should make her an honorary rude girl me neither and i I, it takes a lot more than just you know hating the president to become a a rude girl wait does she hate does she hate 45 she does and she says it often so she's she's not i i think she's a reasonable person and i believe there are people who consider themselves republicans or conservatives who are reasonable um and I don't think that we should not interact with or not support people with different political views. But to call her Rue Girl, and I didn't know the stuff about her husband, but to call her Rue Girl, it's a little like, uh, and I wonder, I would like to speak with Nina and Monet to find out if they knew what they were getting into. Cause sometimes you show up on set and they don't, t- they tell you you're going to be on TV and that's great. And you show up and you are done and you are ready and the papers are signed. And then they tell you, okay, you're going to make Megan McCain a Rue girl. Yeah. <laughs> Go. I saw Nina last night. She was at Axis and I didn't ask her about it. Um, and Monet had this really cute shirt on this trade that I saw where she's like the Mona Lisa, but it's Monet. So I texted her too, but I forgot to ask her about it too. But she said she sent me a shirt, which is good for me. Well, maybe some producer at The View was being very shrewd and they were like, by putting these two sort of worlds together, maybe we can get some clicks and some sparks and some likes. Yeah. That's, pro- that's probably what happened. Conversation can lead to change and change can lead to different things than what were happening before. Well, put another Rue girl in the Hall of Fame because we got another one. We already had over 200. Now we have 201. (laughs) (laughs) And now they'll be celebrities. I mean, she'll never be a Charlie Hyde's, but um, we have... Maybe Megan can be on Celebrity Drag Race. 
She is not a Rue girl. She has never been a Rue girl. If she wanted to be a Rue girl, she could not be a Rue girl because she is what? A Republican. Oh. (laughs) Um, I don't. I don't mind. I'm not going to draw a line in the sand like that. But I'm just saying she's not. She's not a Rue girl. So um, she is not. I dispute the uh, the honorarium. (laughs) I dispute the honorarium. I do. That's I do. A, is that the opposite of I volunteer for tribute? I dispute yes. the honorarium. I, I do. Yes, exactly. How wonderful. Um, are we going to be covering Celebrity Drag Race on the pod? Oh, heavens. I. 2025? I guess we will see how it goes and we will see what the listeners want to do. I don't know. We can. Um, we Maybe. Can... Behind a paywall, bonus, bonus episode. We can adjudicate on commencing the coverage upon once it happens. Okay. I'm here with that. The lady is possibly oh, for turning it. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Bye. This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Oh, wow. We are back with a very special segment known as... Is it new? <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's like new. Like new. <laughs> Phone new. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's- what... It's next to new prices. Let's get political. Political. <laughs> Let me see that policy. Let me see that policy. <laughs> oh wow! All right, let's get into it. We have a doozy of a let's get political this week. Okay, student, this is all about student loan forgiveness. Do you have any student yes. loans? Or did you forgiveness? <laughs> um, come on, India Ari. Uh, well, sometimes, you know, sometimes I, I, for many, many years, I had, I had a lot of student loans and a lot of student loan debt. And a lot of that debt went unpaid and, uh, went into default and went to collections and my credit rating went down into the toilet. Oh, wow. And this is a reality for a great many lots of people who don't have the opportunity to win a a game show and therefore get out of that, which I'm still, even after winning a game show, uh, I still am, you know, trying to get my credit back to a place where I can, you know, uh, I can sign a lease on an apartment or on a car or things that a, a credit rating affords you in our society daddy don yes so i have had a long journey with student loans and i know that there are a lot of people out there who do have that right now there is a 1.5 trillion dollars in student loan debt out there right now trillion is that trillion is that in america yeah Triisha trillions. <laughs> Triisha trillions. <laughs> no, okay. So well, I'll read this first part. Okay. Okay. The Wall Street Journal reported Thursday that A. Wayne Johnson, who was briefly in charge of the Office of Federal Student Aid before heading up an initiative to improve the student loan repayment process, he's quitting his job to run for Senate in Georgia. His platform? He's running on student debt relief. So Johnson is proposing forgiving the first $50,000 in student debt with no income limit on the recipient. Okay. This is 
major okay who's gonna pay back the money that the the people that they loaned it they got the loans from Uh, i don't know oh okay read read this next thing elizabeth warren who's a Democrat from Massachusetts also proposes forgiving up to 50000 but with income restrictions on who can file for relief. And Bernie Sanders, who's an independent from Vermont, on the other hand, wants to forgive everything, no matter the amount borrowed. Johnson said that his time at the education department left him convinced that all too many student loan debtors would never pay down their balance. And as a result, he wanted to call a halt to it. The time has come for us to end and stop the insanity, he told the Wall Street Journal. Um... I don't understand who these people are that loan the money to all these students in the first place. So I don't know why they would just like be okay with writing this debt off. But I also like, I, I, I don't think as many people that go to college need it necessarily at this point. I agree with you, but I think that, I think the issue is that this is a problem that exists. I, I think we're growing into an age where people are seeing that, Maybe college isn't a necessary step in order to be successful or to have a career or to be out there. Like it used to be that was just the assumption. And I think we're starting to question that assumption a little bit. But what they're saying is this is a problem. I mean, this is $1.5 trillion sitting out there. And a lot of it is never going to be repaid because it can't be by the individuals. Uh, for whatever reason. So they're saying, let's just exit out and start the fuck over. Because it's an issue. Why is college so expensive? I don't get it. That's part of the problem. Just like healthcare, everything is inflated where it doesn't need to be. It's an entire economy and people who give out loans, they are kind of predatory and they go after people who who. Uh, are 18 years old or even younger and they say here we're going to give you a whole bunch of money right away you can go to college and not have to worry about paying for it until when you're done and then we've jacked it up with insane interest rates and you are fucked for pretty much the rest of your life is that That sally may too her. Oh, Sally Mae, don't even speak that name. I don't even put her name in my mouth. Oh, that wow. woman. That woman. How dare they give her such a sweet-sounding name. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I am Sally Mae. You have my money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> give me all of your money. Bitch, better have my loan repayment. I don't fully understand what happens to it. And, uh, I feel like maybe I could have waited a couple more years to pay it all back with my prize money (laughs) if they were just going to go ahead and forgive it. But, uh, all in all, I'm for this because I think it really puts people at a disadvantage after they get out of college and they're saddled with debt that they're going to be working their entire life to fight against i don't like it when you got your college loans did you use code drag (laughs) (laughs) sallymay.com slash drag 80 are you 17 years old and don't have a credit rating yet do you want to destroy it go to sallymay.com slash drag what was your major um theater theater arts yes 
Well, I've seen your makeup. You got the art thing, right? Oh, thank you. And you're prone to theatrics. Uh, I am known to the... My original drag name was Theatrix. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to dig a break. Bye. <laughs> Ben de la Creme's original drag name was Tina Angst. <laughs> uh, I know your your original drag name was uh, Tina Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a certain other A that you're looking for. Tina Pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Pipe. <laughs> Tina G Pipe. <laughs> yeah. What's the G stand for? Uh, Philip Glass. <laughs> Um, this is, this is a, a favorite time of ours where we get to go exploring, even, uh, spelunking maybe into the, oh, to the oh, DMs. Are we in a cave? Spelunking, unking, unking. Deep inside the DM. Yeah. Uh, this first question is from Caesar. He said, do y'all know the lip sync song for the third episode of Drag Race UK is the same one on season one, episode four, Jade versus Rebecca? I feel like yes, and I feel like I said that last week, and... You called that. I, I mean, I am a historian and a podcaster. We are allegedly experts, but was it Venus? No, it was Jade and Rebecca Glasscock. I meant the song. Lie to me. My decision. Oh, oh would I lie to you? I okay. feel like I have a lot to offer. Well, thank you for that test. That. Please, so, we you appreciate know. you very much. Yeah, I and here's like the thing, I wouldn't lie to you. I told you, and I knew I was right. Would I lie to you? Yes, I would. <laughs> remember, this is when they kind of got physical. Remember when Rebecca, like... Well, Jade, well, uh, Rebecca almost yanked Jade's wig off and then put grabbed her by the throat. And But this was after Jade put her hands on Rebecca from the back. And it, sh- it shows cutaways of uh, of pointed cutaways from both Chanel and BB going, oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> to be fair, I know a lot of people would be happy to be choked out by Rebecca Glasgow. <laughs> I'd be happy to be choked out by Jade. <laughs> For sure. Would I lie to you? Yes! Yes! <laughs> Um, okay, from Kyle. Hi, gals. Deep friend of the pod. As discussed by Blue in this week's episode, marriage in Northern Ireland was behind the UK in terms of its marriage equality laws. On the 9th of July, 2019, the MPs voted overwhelmingly for marriage equality in Northern Ireland, and they had until the 21st of October before it would come into effect if their devolved government was not resolved. Oh, okay. As of the 22nd of October 2019, only two days prior to this week's episode, the decision by the UK government came into effect as the situation in Northern Ireland hadn't been solved yet, as far as I understand. This meaning that as of the 13th of January 2020, gay marriage will be legal in Northern Ireland with the first marriages expected in early February of 2020. This is a massive move forward, despite it being a few years late. Once again, thanks for the amazing pod and teaching the children. Many thanks from your Scott Cup friend of the pod, Kyle. Cheers. Thank you for that. Thanks for the information. And that's great. Yes, we love that, and we're um, we're we discussed that on Race Chaser, 
And um, we're glad to hear it. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining. Uh, I, I hope that the whole world can get into some marriage equality. And Jeez. I hope that most marriage people can get into some. Never mind. That didn't work how I thought it was going to work. I thought, okay. I thought it was a hanging hole joke and it wasn't. Oh, okay. It was a closed hole joke. <laughs> um, this is from JP. He says, hi, girls. So I need some advice on a subject. I'm currently 19 and lost my virginity last weekend at a party with some straight guy. The next morning, he told everyone what happened, which humiliated me. Then he continued texting me as if he did actually like me. I'm guessing I'm too young and immature to actually understand what I should do. What do you guys think I should do with this relation? Thank you in advance. Love y'all. From JP. Um, if you're old enough to be on the field and you want to play the game, you have to deal with the um, the results of the game after you get off the field. And people are going to talk about the game no matter how much you're like, don't talk about it. People are going to find out about stuff. So now you're just in, you know, a shitty situation with some straight guy that you trusted to give your flower to. And then he went and took your flower and picked the petals and showed everybody underneath the stamen. <laughs> I hate I hate people that talk about this kind of shit. I'm- um, uh, yeah, it sounds to me like uh, I mean, whether he's straight or not, I think is inconsequential because you know you had sex, so I think that I think sexuality is fluid. Uh, but why I is think he humiliated that- too? Well, I think that the way that this person. Uh, uh, sort of was flippantly <sighs> discussing uh, what was a really kind of an important moment for you. I think that's the problem, and and he was disrespectful to you in that sense. Could she so, not hold her mud? Did she tell everybody? Or I don't know, but I I think it was just that you know when you lose your virginity, it sounds like you feel like you are being disrespected by this person. And so you get to choose you're not you're 19. You're very young, you get to choose. This is going to happen a lot in your life, you're going to have interactions with people. But you get to choose whether you want to continue talking to this person or not. But when someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time. And he is someone who unscrupulously goes and talks about your very personal things uh, when you don't want him to. So just consider that, JP. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Harold has some questions too. He said, hey ladies, need your help. I was recently diagnosed with general herpes and I feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit. No, that's syphilis, darling. It's a common virus that usually harmless to the point that most clinics and doctors don't even test for it on a regular STI panel. For some of those reasons, an estimated one in four people have it. That being said, I'm feeling pretty alone with this shit, which is just lovely, gal. Can y'all take can y'all give your take on herpes in the LGBT community and help break down the stigma on this nonsense, or at least experience with your personal encounters? I intend on continuing being a safe toe regardless of my obstacles, but it would definitely help. I'd include a dick pic, but because of the aforementioned affliction, I'll give you an IOU. Keep it pumping. Harold, I applaud you. Um, I can also tell you that when I used to be on Craigslist, looking for used furniture or secondhand curio cabinets. Um, (laughs) 
anyway, um, I would see sometime headings with ads like, hey, have herpes and just want to get off because there would be people online looking for other people with herpes so they wouldn't be exposing people while they had an outbreak and were still horny. So I think um, an anonymous ad might be your best way to get some dick and not feel so stigmatized about herpes because if one in four people have it, some people might see it and reply. That's very good advice, Willem. Thank you. And the truth is that you are not alone. And that, I mean, the statistics speak for themselves. Uh, often what happens is uh, this is something that you're, you're going to live with, but you will learn how to manage it. And there are a lot of resources out there online. And uh, don't lose your mind. You're not alone. A lot of people go through this. And, uh, you know, it's also like you have flare-ups and then they, like, go away. So, like, you're chill if you're, if you're like, if you don't have symptoms. So, um... Keep it pumping. There, keep, keep it pumping, Harold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this next one is from Ellie, and she has all the... I can't even say this word. Hi, Alaska Willem and Dipper Treen Track Jerkin Fikin Jegin Kajig. Norwegian. <laughs> I absolutely love the pod and look forward to new episodes every week. Hearing that Drag Race UK has censored Crystal Beth's name to just Crystal reminded me of a certain other drag queen whose last name was deemed too inappropriate for TV, and I think she's a host on this very podcast. Oh. Anyway, I was... I was hoping you could list any other queens whose full names were cut down on Drag Race. I'm thinking of Detox Icunt as an example. Are there any others? Love you, ladies. Ellie. Ellie. Um, I can testify that Detox's last name was kind of an accident bestowed upon her by uh, Jackie Beat at Hamburger Mary's once. It was um, kind of like she was searching for a last name and she just said, I cunt. And it kind of <laughs> stuck. Um, and that's how... That's funny. Yeah. Did they just call you Alaska on the show? They did. And there was never really a discussion about it. It was, it was just done. And I was very happy to be there. And I did not argue it or have anything to really say about it. But my full name is Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. And if, if you, you know, if you feel like digging deeper into the world of Alaska beyond drag race, then it's very easy to like see that and know that. So I think that, uh, crystal will, uh, this is just another part of her journey. And a part of her persona is that she has a secret kind of naughty last name. Uh, Milan tried to get them to use his boy name once he got there and found out Chad and I were using ours, but he was kind of censored. They said, no, Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. He said, absolutely not. Um, This next one is from Merrick. He said, hi, dolls. Deep friend of the pod here and a big friend of Sloppy Pod as well. What is Sloppy Pod? Slop a pod. Skip it. I couldn't slop a pod. Willem, did you just say, what the fuck is the Sloppy Pod? So rude. Big difference podcast. 
You just skip that part and read My the question is for you divas, including Dipper Tinta, if he wants to answer this question on his pod with Meatball. And there's Oh, so we're getting subsidiary side notes no, no, for no, your no. pod. Ding, 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 ding. Watching the last episode of Drag Race, you can hear Rue scream back rolls at something long, and she seems like she got self conscious about it, trying to cover up her back with her hands while she was exiting the stage when i saw this on tv i was devastated being a big bitch myself when i put myself in her shoes i would have felt terrible walking on the main stage it's like someone boos you when you're giving a fierce walk do you think i'm overreacting to rue's comment thank you for your time and here's my explicit drick i don't see no drick all i see is balls the drick wouldn't load the drick wouldn't load huh well, that ass loaded. That fully ass loaded. Sure, fully loaded. Is that what the watermark is below? Oh, the dick won't load. This Mer- is the thing, uh, Merrick. I'm sorry that I, I, I mean it. I, it's terrible that. Oh, here uh, I sent it out previously. Oh, the dick is nice. It's terrible that you feel uh, that way watching that, and I wonder how something was feeling. In that moment, I don't think RuPaul meant it as as an, a body shaming insult, but sometimes you don't have to mean it that way for it to still feel that way and to have that feeling. And it's a quote that one skinny girl said to another skinny girl or in shape girl on the show. Jade said it to Alyssa. Um, so yeah. I think it's also harkens back to that. I think Ru's just using it as like, mythology and lore and continuing a catchphrase i don't think she meant it to be callous in any way that's not like her moving yeah. on um diego says hello alaska willem and grand dipper quintanilla the third <laughs> i have a 29 year old in an open yet committed relationship with a delicious 72 year old call me by your name while not being as big of an age difference as ours is a portrayal that seems to be hated by the majority of the community however i loved and related to it because i lost my virginity at 15 to a 20 year old man i knew i could trust and consented to be intimate with i'm wondering how i explain that even now i don't regret my decision to date and fuck older men and how not to be stigmatized for my past and present sexual desire attacked Attached is a pic of me getting ready to penetrate my gorgeous man, Dennis. Love, Diego. Why do you have a condom on if you're the bottom? Or is that a cock ring? Yeah, but, yeah I think it's a cock ring. He's 72? Good for him. Yeah, if that's what 72 looks like, then honey, bring it on. <laughs> bring, bring on the antioxidants, Sign honey. Um, Gerontophilia is um, a sexual attraction to the elderly. In case you know a gentron gerontophile, just in I case. I think the word I, I have a I have a problem with the word elderly. <laughs> I think it has connotations of like like being feeble or unable to like move or like be active. Would you prefer 70, aged? Seventy two. No, it's just someone who is older. Advanced. Se- 72 years old nowadays that doesn't mean that you know he's hobbling around and can't he's obviously got his legs in the air and he's getting fucked by diego he's gonna be hobbling after this uh (laughs) and if he could get hard at 72 good for him hallelujah so i think i think there's nothing that you should be ashamed or embarrassed about i think you should be proud of your situation you have found someone who you have a working relationship with and someone you love and 
and that's a blessing. And that so, pension is going to come sooner than later, probably. Oh, okay. Well, um, there it is. But also, I don't know how he says he doesn't know how to explain his his decision. But like, who is he explaining his sex life to? I mean, I'm sure he has to tell people it's not my granddad at like a crosswalk and stuff sometimes. But like, other than that, who the fuck cares? I think it's important to have a sense of humor about these things. And I think when you meet when you meet new people and make new friends, if you're able to be like, yeah, this is my husband. He's really fucking old. And, you know, have a laugh about it. Then like that's that you're going to you're going to be a lot happier in life. Yeah. And if you're talking about how you lost your virginity at 15 when you're 20, when you're 29, there's something wrong in your life because there should be more interesting things <laughs> that have happened since then to talk about like i don't talk about who i lost my virginity to all the time because everybody okay, already knows <laughs> uh was it under the bit that the big willow didn't blanche lose her virginity multiple times under a willow tree well i thought it was that in a hot air balloon i thought it was at a pancake breakfast <laughs> what the fuck this is this is the definitive how I lost my virginity story. What the f- She looks... Oh, wow. Um, we got... We recently got a communication from an individual. A communique. A communique. And it's a meme. And it says at the top, five minutes into Netflix and chill and he gives you this look. And it is... An individual curled up on a couch with a baby doll in a green, there's an olive green and an evergreen sh- something. And her eye matches, is it an outfit? This individual is wearing a strong crease. It's a sleeping bag, I'll have you know. That's what I was using as my comforter at the time. This uh, is an old I would need picture. some comfort too with that makeup. All right, Queen. This is from, I believe, our first apartment in Los Angeles. And I can't remember who took the picture, but I did a photo Someone shoot. Someone should have taken it away. Uh, I did a photo shoot, <laughs> and as you can, as you probably can attest to, often the the photographer's favorite pictures are the deconstructed, in process photos where you take off your wig and partially take off some of your makeup and Ooh, let's take side off the drag. Like this was me literally relaxing after the shoe. And he was like, oh, can I take one more? And that's the one that ended up in the exhibit. But looking at this, this does tell a, a lot of a story. There's a lot going on here. And I love seeing this picture. Whose child is that? What child is this? Um, It was a baby doll I guess I was using in the shoe. I don't know. I used to be goth. <laughs> <laughs> your eyebrows tell me that <laughs> that paint job ain't too bad no it's, that's pretty it's, blended it's not i'm wondering what your eyebrows are thinking because your face isn't thinking the same thing that's all all right they're inquisitive and if you're inquisitive at all you can send us your questions to racechaserpod at gmail.com and good questions and explicit tricks get priorities that's right we also have Bonus video content on patreon.com slash Willem. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can, al- you can also follow our Instagram at racechaserpod where we'll put up this lovely picture of um, a vintage Alaska. 
And uh, mm-hmm. you can see us live if you're going to be in the UK and Ireland, November 22nd mm-hmm. in Glasgow, November 25th in London, the 26th in Manchester, and the 27th in Dublin. And you go to holytea.net or draggedup.net for tickets for our live shows, Race Chaser Live. Vroom. That's right. And we will be back next week with even more piping, steaming, scaling, burning. Bye. See you. Podcast is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises, Incorporated Limited. It's hot.